welcome to I Love That. A bachelor podcast, because the unexamined life is not worth living. Well, that's great. I think we did a much better job. I'm Zach. I'm Wade. This is take two uh, of this this episode's uh, recording. (laughs) (laughs) We had a little bit of a a technical difficulty. All Wade's fault, not mine. True. Um, I was stupid, and uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, dude. Um, I don't know if you can see this. I can. What is Uh, it? Coffee, chocolate milk? It, a PBS, PBS cup? That's what, okay. It's my PBS cup, <laughs> dude. I, just, I finally got this in the mail. Um, and it's great because it's clear and I can see the coffee that I have within it, which pleases me. Because a simple pleasure of mine that I enjoy is seeing black coffee and then pouring milk into it and seeing the clouds dissipate. It's magic. Throughout. Yeah. It's, it's pure bliss. And... Um, I recently had a moment of, I'm going to do something for me, and I bought heavy cream. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever poured heavy cream into coffee, but it bubbles in a different way on the way up. It's it's as if you put, um, like, seltzer bubbles in, in, you know how you look, get a beer, and there's like a couple strands of bubbles just going up? Okay. But so this is like a bunch of strands of like milk bubbles coming up. It's pretty fun. So I've seen something like this on a oddly satisfying where uh, there's an almost like fireworks kind of effect to it. And yeah, Yeah, that's what that's what you get with heavy cream. I I recall that from my heavy cream days. Oh, I didn't realize (laughs) you were a former heavy cream creamin. Yep. Can't can't do it anymore. Lactose intolerance. Yeah. I just suffer through. Life is pain. <laughs> but you know what isn't painful is uh, watching this season <laughs> of The Bachelorette post Claire. Tasia's amazing. She's the best. She she literally is the best. She's great. And I I don't think we've had a better final four ever. Agreed. They first of all, they're so nice to each other. There's no beef or rivalries or crap. Like that opening scene where the dudes were all like, "Hey, we're all in the same boat," like bonding and like hugging each other. Like you know, good Dude, good luck. Yeah. Like that's insane. <laughs> when Chris showed up and told them, uh, uh, well, first of all, vindication for Ed because he just busted in there. No knock, no nothing. Oh, true, true. Um and. Uh, the him telling them hey so you know this week is hometowns and as you guys know we can't go do hometowns because you know covid it, it's as if they didn't know that it like they had to stage <laughs> this entire this entire moment for the audience to explain it to us yeah and uh after they're done they're you know kind of uh, chris announces who's coming for each person and a couple of them tear up ben doesn't cuz he doesn't know how to cry mm-hmm. and a couple of them tear up, and when Chris leaves, Zach gets up and says, Yo, can I get some hugs around here? They're just built different, dude. It's just so cute. Yeah, and I wonder if it's, like, maturity or... I don't know. That like, uh, Yeah, except for Ben's, like, inability to emote. Like, these dudes are all sensitive. And I like They're that. They're very... I love that. I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Almost missed that. Um, low-hanging fruit so it must have yeah. been a really hot weekend it absolutely it was a fucking burner scorching 
<laughs> real, real wet couple of hometowns. Good grief. And everyone in Zach's family um, is sweating. Yeah. The, Especially the Zach's family. Yeah. The, him and the brother were just... I, I, I felt hot. And I watched it at like 6 a.m. today. <laughs> I wonder too, like uh, I was watching it with, with Claudia and Shannon and they were positing that maybe the editors were trying to be jerks about it. Because you, you really think that you'd have like some kind of like crew or, or makeup wardrobe type person off to the side that's like, yo, can we get a towel like before we queue up this next shot? Like, can we just dab off Zach's forehead because he's about to like just drip sweat into the pizza and it's really distracting <laughs> Ugh. it's just gross and i don't know i don't know if they did it on purpose but i think that i mean have you ever been to palm springs palm desert no i mean deserts in the name so i, I assume it gets hot during the day it's so fucking hot out there dude like it's like Arizona hot. It was just surprising because they've been there. You know they've had dates outside where it wasn't as obvious that everyone was about to get heat stroke. Except for Zach. Zach's always been a little sweaty. Fair. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Um. <laughs> that that's a hot take. You guys can take that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> you can send us an email at I love that bachelor at gmail.com. Boom. Weigh in on the controversy. How do you want to do this? You want to go hometown by hometown? Yeah, let's just go in order. Okay. They're, Brendan and Tasha. they're really cute together. Agreed. It was nice to see him open up a bit, too, because I've, I've given him shit for being kind of one energy level. Yeah, he. I don't know what it is. So, him and Brendan and Zach are the final two, hands down. Definitely. Um, and I, the way the way she's with both of them, it's very very different than with Ivan and Ben. And Brendan's thing was the um. Where the niece showed up and they did the carnival games. Yeah, points for that. Like that, that gives him an edge, I think, because she's firsthand seen him with you know a youngin. They both want families, and uh, yeah, he did. He did real good with the niece. He really like you know he like opened up and got loose and fun, and that's not a side of Brendan we'd seen yet. Exactly. He it was it was cool seeing him be fun uncle and dancing and. It it added this charm to him when he was with the niece that like you're you just think, oh, he would be a good dad. He's so, you know, we all know he's a little soft and sweet, but just the way he carries himself around both of these women is it's so gracious. Yeah. It's also really nice the way he talked to his brother about, you know, how he looks up to him and he's like, you know, you're such a good like dad and husband and like, you know, these these aspirations he has, which it's really easy on a date on the show to just be like, yeah, I want kids. I want to be a dad. But you really got you really felt it. And it was very sincere in those moments. So, yeah. And his 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 older brother's clearly a deeper voiced, uh, thicker Brendan. 
Mm-hmm. But they kind of sound the same. And where the fuck are they from? Uh oh shit, hold on. I wrote the Mil- Milford, Massachusetts. Is that's what it said on his uh profile on the ABC okay. Bachelor page. Um but I when he was talking about how he's from a small town and fairs are a big thing, it just engendered me to him. I thought you're just an you're just a good dude. You just are. And they played carnival games and we got to see a secret handshake. Yeah. That ended in a silly dance. It was all very cute. All very cute. And then, so who who did he have? He had his brother. Brother and his mom. Sister-in-law. Oh, that was his sister-in-law. Pretty sure that was his sister-in-law. Okay. That makes That's sense. Weird. With the kid. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I th- hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I took bad notes. Hmm. Um, but the family seemed to, I mean, what's not to like about Tasha? but they didn't like grill her very hard and it, you know, and she, she didn't seem to need very many questions answered about Brendan. Mm-hmm. I think she knows where he's at. Yeah, it's this whole uh, set of hometowns with Tasha as the Bachelorette felt different in a good way. Because I feel like in past iterations, there's always at least one person who does not have a good connection or who the Bachelor or Bachelorette barely knows. And it's awkward as fuck. But Tasha is just so warm and socially graceful that she just immediately is putting everyone at ease and you know when it's like well tell me about it how has it been she doesn't have to like reach awkwardly for that one for the one thing that's happened between the two of them like she does have enough of a developed relationship with these people to like you know securely answer the question and am i just giving her too much credit i know no i know uh, i do that well you bringing that up is making me think that she she does have all of these moments. I feel like she's spent a lot of time with these guys and we've seen them together a lot and different conversations and different things. And it makes me wonder why that's not the case more often. Right? I mean, I, I, I immediately go to Ari and I think about the hometowns and I think, he didn't know any of these girls, essentially. Yeah, I mean, like Peter and Victoria, Hannah and, yeah. and Luke P. Like those were so awkward. It makes no sense because, theor- well, maybe it's because she goes out of her way to sit and talk with everyone, um, at all the cocktail parties or the group dates, and they actually have meaningful conversation. That too, because yeah, we've we have seen each of these four guys have like, you know, actually open up and have moments of what seems like real genuine conversations. So, so yeah, like they, they know each other better where you don't always get that sense in other seasons. Yeah. And I, and I also feel like she legitimately is falling in love with all of them. No, same. And I, I think she's going to pull an Ari with the remaining three. What do you mean? Uh, Love, love them, and oh, go to drop, L- d- drop love bombs on all of them. Yeah, and probably bang them all. <clears throat> For sure. 
which is you know no judgment no when else I mean, when else are you going to be in a situation where you know you get your pick of 20 and you get to bang three and everyone just has to be cool with it you know in the real world you yeah. get called out on that shit but this is a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah, well, it appears that that might end up being uh, a point of contention in the next episode. Absolutely. That's um, why this is going to be the best season. Totally, dude. And they all they all love her. She loves all of them. And uh, you're getting very serious, like, yo, did you just fuck my girlfriend vibes from all of them? Yeah. And, and, and like, kudos to the dudes for being, whatever, let's say, mature enough. Or just for Tasha being, you know, diplomatic and as cool as she is with everyone that this has not come up yet like all these dudes have thus far managed to keep their cool usually you'd get this much earlier in a season where a front runner starts to get territorial or fe- or start feeling threatened you know by seeing you know like it's hard seeing you kiss these other guys like i was just gonna say yeah we haven't seen any of that but we're gonna in fact <laughs> the beef that we saw thus far was so mild-mannered yeah true the noah bennett <laughs> yeah like, b- between two dudes who barely had any physical contact with her like it just didn't even their and, and their beef was essentially civil yeah you know <laughs> i mean they sat across from each other legs crossed and tried to talk it out <laughs> and they actually took turns like nobody went full trash and just started <laughs> shouting over the other like yeah, I didn't have to cancel the cocktail party because everyone's fucking, you know, yelling at each other. Yeah. Really interesting. Such a like, good season. Again, <laughs> it's 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 an amazing season and everyone's awesome. And I I never in my life have I seen a Bachelor cast that I've resonated with more. Just all of these guys. There's just something about all of them that I'm like, yeah, I'm that way sometimes. Or yeah, I'm that way too. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really quite interesting. Yeah, I appreciate. Like I, go ahead. I was just gonna say I appreciate that they're. I probably mentioned this before that their uh, their past or whatever their their drama, what makes them them, is actually real shit. Because yeah. like in the past, it's like oh, like my dad had an operation for his cancer and lived, and that was really hard for me because I was in high school. I'm 24. I'm on television, you know, and it's like, okay, but that's not really, you know, a a life changing moment. It was just like a little, a little brush with inconvenience and everything is still fine. You didn't like recover from the death of a, you know, it's not like your, your parents died or you overcame addiction or suicide, you know, like these people have like the remaining dudes have all gone through some serious shit that like, you know, what's the uh, expression like? The, the 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 furnace thing the crucible you know you like come out changed uh, and yeah you know stronger I, or whatever. I don't i can't i'm bad at sayings but i know exactly what you're i know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> i don't know just like real trials that no totally wasn't weight. it wasn't it uh peter's season where like all the girls drama was literally my parents got divorced yeah something, so, something like that and it's like everyone's drama um in one of these recent seasons um i experienced all of them in my life and i was like this isn't drama you're fine grow up yeah you know and so yeah as you're 
um, clearly stating here that all of these guys have actual, real, traumatic events in their lives, and they're humbled, and it's awesome to see yeah. them. And and then and they they, I think all of them have strong relationships with their um, with females in their lives as well. Yeah, which is like. That's so great. I mean, I, I'm going to jump straight to Ivan's, but like when his mom said, you know, this is the longest we've gone without talking to each other. And Ivan's like, yeah, I know. We talk every day. I thought, oh, <laughs> yes, dude. So sweet, man. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, man, to think this batch was almost wasted on Claire. These good, these good Claire. dudes. <laughs> Just wasted. <laughs> Thank God she blew it up. Yeah. Because, wow. Seriously. Yeah. Um, do we have anything further on Brendan's date? Um, Tasha said, I definitely see myself falling in love with him. So that's... Uh, that's big. That's good. I think she said she is falling in love with Zach, but this is, you know, Brendan is catching up. He's closing closing the lead a bit. Again, yeah, the niece was a great move. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, let's move on to Zach. Okay. So, uh, Zach's date, I have the most stuff, I think. Um, and, and, and here's why. Um, and I, I'm just going to get right into it. You don't put fruit on a fucking bagel. You just don't do it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we doing this? She's... She's wrong. Are we doing this? Yeah, and like, if, there, if you have an array of uh, bagel, uh, uh, cream cheeses, you know, you have to go for the onion and chive schmear. You just have to. You get an everything bagel with the chive schmear. Boom. Done. Also, they didn't toast them. What the fuck? That was pretty weird. I'm not going to disagree with you on the everything and the, the chive schmear situation, but what's your opposition to fruit, man? It's like jam on toast, you know? Didn't you, Weren't you just saying the other day that you, you started putting... Relish on latkes? Yeah. Or what was the other totally. thing? Applesauce? Well, so there's, <laughs> yeah, so there's a... In the Jewish world, there's a uh, debate about what you put on latkes. Sour cream or applesauce? And some people maintain there's one right answer. I maintain that both are correct, as well as other options. Um, but on a bagel, I'm hardlining this. Why would you put fruit on your fucking bagel? I don't know, the same reason you'd put jelly on toast. Like a bread and a pulverized fruit can work. What if yeah, you're. She's putting full on blueberries. I decline. Okay, what about muffins? What about muffins? You can bake fruit into the bagel. I'm not opposed to a blueberry bagel or a blueberry muffin. I'm just saying, if you're going to take a bagel and rub cream cheese all over it and then be like, I'm going to put strawberry on this and blueberry over here, you can have fruit on the side with your bagel. Shouldn't go on top. It's not a topping. I guess that would be better, but then it, it's that breakfast thing of like sprinkling, you know, blueberries and shit on your pancakes. Oh, okay, okay. It's not gonna ruin it. It's not gonna ruin the bagel, you know. 
it's just one more no, flavor that maybe it. you don't like in the mix you know like pineapple it, on a pizza it, there's nothing wrong with pineapple on a pizza uh, mm, all right <laughs> no, it's, it's my so, wife's favorite i have to i have to eat it all the time <laughs> Pizza Hut gives you those little bacon bits, dude. You get the bacon bits instead of the Canadian bacon. Mm. And then you put pineapple on there. Yeah. Awesome. But, um, no, I mean, I get it. It's just, to me, a bagel should be pretty much straight up. And it, and, and it, But if you want to put, like, locks and make it some kind of, like, heavy sandwich, then okay. You know, if you want to put bacon and eggs in it, okay. A little cheese, why not? It's a good vessel for that, but to put whole fruit, that's crazy. It's crazy. It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think I get where you're, what you're getting at here is that you have the bagel and then you put the cream cheese on it and it's done. Correct. So to then add something else, it's just like, well, well, why would you? Why would you do that? And I can't think of a good example other than like just a sandwich and then drizzling sauce on top of the sandwich. And you're like, that's not how sandwiches work. Like you were done and then you did something that didn't need to happen. <laughs> totally. Like, um, like putting <laughs> condiments on the outside or something. <laughs> Eating it with a fork. On the, on the topic of... uh uh uh, controversial food stuffs. I've been having this conversation with a lot of people. And Wade, what are your thoughts on cottage cheese? <sighs> I like it. It looks like it looks and seems too. gross. And as a kid, I was not having it. Like it was very sure. weird. But uh, you know, you get older, you like grosser things. And I could uh, I could just eat it with the spoon. I could put it on. I haven't had it in so long, man. I forget what I used to have it with. If it was like crackers, I was going to or... ask like, what do you usually? What's your usual topping? Shoot, I mean, it would have to be some I... kind of vegetable, like like maybe like celery or. What the fuck? You didn't just eat it straight up. I would. That seems like weird, though. It's not yogurt. Okay, so. It's... <laughs> No, well, so the way I eat it generally is I just salt and pepper. Just on cottage cheese? Yeah. But it's like cheese. You got to pair it. I'm sure it would be so good with something that I'm just failing to think of right now. Sure. I mean, well, okay. So, yeah, you can totally eat it with a cracker and it's great. You get that extra saltiness in there, you know. But when they serve it to you at a diner, it's with like three tomato slices and just cottage cheese. Um, I, I grew up just having it with salt and pepper. So the, I, I'm going to continue further down this road here, if you don't mind. Please. Um, my good friend Riley, he thinks it's disgusting, um, cottage cheese. And he says the only way he can get through cottage cheese is by putting peanut butter in it, which I think is fucking <sighs> disgusting. What the hell are you doing? Uh, it's what the fuck is that? Yeah, if you don't like it, just don't eat it. Like, don't get exactly. don't get weird with it. it Pervert. Weird. It's yeah. It, it's perverted in that. It's insane. <laughs> it is. It's, it's insane. But so I brought this up to Jeff, and uh, Jeff likes cottage cheese just fine. But he said the way his dad likes to eat it. Um, and I haven't tried this yet, but I cannot wait. And it's this: you take cottage cheese, put some in a bowl, and then you put blue cheese in and mix it around so you have like the stinky blue cheese in the cottage cheese Mm -hmm. and then 
the vessel he uses to eat it? Nacho cheese Doritos. Oh my god. <laughs> Doritos. Yeah. Not just Straight like up. scoop corn chips, like Doritos. Literal nacho cheese Doritos is the preferred chip. It sounds wow. amazing. That is my preferred chip. I always regret it. It's it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. But I, I get a bag every time I go shopping. It's better than the blue. Wow. Yeah, you have to try it. You know what? That's probably it. It was probably like a chip that I was eating cottage cheese with, because that sounds rad. It sounds great, yeah. I'm probably... Well, so Jeff's grandfather, Bump, is... Uh, he's like 97, and he just came down with COVID, mm. um, unfortunately. And uh, I guess his dad's not taking it so well, which is uh, reasonable. So today I'm going to go buy a bottle of Blue Label, because he's a big whiskey guy. And I'm going to buy blue cheese and cottage cheese and nacho cheese Doritos and leave it at his front door. That's sweet, man. <laughs> it's so specific, yeah. too. Like, you got to feel the love getting something so weirdly specific. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I'm sure it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah and it really ties in because I was just asking everybody about cottage cheese because I had no idea people didn't like mm-hmm. it to be honest with you it's a, it's, so it's a texture thing it's a, though man it, it just looks like milk that's gone really bad totally yeah I, I i mean i get it i don't and what i do what is interesting to me here is is was it just because i was raised on it it's so cheap and it's a protein bomb it's there's so much protein in that shit it's amazing um, so anyway, I was talking to Lucy yesterday and I had to ask her about cottage cheese and we went on like a 15 minute diatribe about cottage cheese and the way that she eats it is she'll crush up, um, like, uh, cashews or peanuts or something. Um, and she puts that in there and then, um, and then she adds like maybe fruit and stuff like that. And I thought. Oh my god, you're making a goddamn like bowl out of this. This is crazy. Yeah. Just making it yeah. the base, like the the cottage yeah, cheese I, is the vessel. And then you just add yes. like your toppings, like a like it's an ice cream bar. Yeah. I was blown away. I thought, mm. wow, like I didn't even consider making it savory like that. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go get a big old thing of cottage cheese and do some experimenting over the holidays. Fuck yeah, dude. Wow. I've literally been subsisting off of cottage cheese for the most part. That's great. That's just real. Because <laughs> for me, like, sometimes I just want, like, a little bit of food. You know, I just want, like, a snack. Mm. And I don't generally have a lot of snacks at my house and so i can just go and take a spoon and take a bite of cottage cheese and bong bong we're done yeah quick quick hunger solutions like that are great yeah it's like spoonful of peanut butter or spoonful of cottage cheese that's my life in a nutshell yeah peanut butter was where my mind was going to but it's got to have nuts in it like I can't just I love crunchy. I can't just have, see wife hates crunchy. I love crunchy. I'm like, it's just double peanuts. It's two different textures of the same goodness. It's awesome. And I otherwise I just feel like I'm you know, eating eating butter. Yeah, I mean it depends like if you buy just like Jif or whatever the fucking regular brands are, mm-hmm. Skippy. You can 
it, taking a spoonful of that, of the creamy stuff, it, I feel like I'm eating just a spoonful of partially hydrogenated oil. Yeah, there it is. Doesn't taste you know, like, doesn't taste like food. It tastes like some other thing. Correct, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I have more about Zack State if you'd like. Okay, well, no, I, I wanted to cut. See, you, you took issue with the bagel, so let me tell you what my biggest problem with this date was. Oh, okay, great. Is that uh, Zack was claiming New York when yeah. he is from New Jersey. And oh, I, my God, are you kidding me? And I, nope. Says he's from New Jersey. He's from Jersey. That's what the ABC uh, website says. And I understand why someone would do this. But if you didn't grow up in New York, he's sitting here being like, oh, yeah, I love going to, like, get a New York slice. And I, sp- I spend all my free time at Central Park. It's like, you're lying, Zach. You're <laughs> lying to her. <laughs> you don't have to do this. Like, you're going to you're probably going to win. And the whole idea of her... Okay, I watch a lot of 90 Day Fiancé. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of, a lot of like young women who... You know, foreign women who are dating older guys. Like, a lot of them seem to be excited about the idea of... Oh, I want to live in a city. And all these dudes live in the sticks. And that's always a point of contention where it's like... Oh, well, like, we should move to the city. Like, you should go live in New York. And naturally, most of these dudes cannot afford to do that. Like, it's a very expensive city. So I felt a little bad and was reminded of this situation when Taisha was uh, having her talking head about like, yeah, like I, I think I'd be really happy in New York. I'm like, he lives in Jersey. Like you're, you're, you got the wrong fantasy in your head. <laughs> when I, the first time I went to New York, uh, we landed in Jersey and, uh, this was when Snapchat was cool. And, um, uh, you can have like the location filters and it said, you know, I was at the Newark airport. And so I took a photo of me in the airplane window with it saying Newark. And I had sent a message to David and I said, dude, New York looks so different than I thought. And they spell it different out here too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the knockoff like, brand, like Dr. Pepper, yeah, Dr. Thunder, New like Newark. It's like, <laughs> Did you say in New New York or did you say New York? I think he's saying New York. Like, yeah, let's yeah. let's make this regrettable decision. Exactly, man. And so <laughs> Yeah, Jersey's like did you go to the shore? <laughs> How do you feel about that big fat guy? Uh that blocked the uh the the bridge. Chris Christie. <laughs> There it is. I was, uh, when you said that, I was literally imagining a guy that was so fat that he was just sitting in the middle of a bridge. I'm like, it could have happened. I, I mean, it's not New York. New York. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no. He might live there now, but his family's from Jersey. Pretty waspy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so just when we met the family, my initial thoughts were dad looks like a young Jimmy Carter, mom looks like Kellyanne Conway, and that brother looks like a cop. That brother did look like a cop. Right? Yeah. Wow. I don't think that'll, like, hurt his chances. No, you nailed that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that was not what I was expecting his family to look like, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting that. <clears throat> um, so clearly he uh, was rebelling from his undoubtedly privileged childhood. Oh, sure, yeah. Those people look upper crust. Yeah. He had, you know, he, um, he could afford to uh, to fumble to the degree that he did and still make a full recovery and come back with the support of his family. Not saying that critically, just an observation. Uh, totally. And my next gripe, while we're at it, is I, I get that we're playing Imagination Land, mm -hmm. um, but saying with a pizza in your hand have you ever you've never had a real new york slice of pizza and then you know fed it to her i don't think zach's ever had a real new york slice of pizza yeah because you because you fold you it didn't fucking fold it yes yeah. every, everyone yeah. i was watching this with made that observation <laughs> the fuck are you doing you know, albeit it looked crunchy, you know, like it wasn't very foldable. Like it was an oven thing that was not an actual New York slice. It just said that on the box. It was way too small to be a New York slice. But at the very least, you should have folded the fucker. Yeah. Like, again, when I went to Newark. Um, Did you say I had, New York? I had, or? <laughs> yeah, New York. Um, I had to get, I, I wanted a full on... Um, real new york experience and it was i wanted to get pizza a real new york slice and not the shitty one you know outside of times square like I, I i want a good one so i went to this place and i got an absolutely gargantuan slice of pizza um in greenwich village um and i wanted to stand outside and eat it and i wanted to have whatever their local new york brew is you know and I wanted there to be playing in the background too loud. Boom bap. You know, late 90s hip hop. While I'm living this, watching people walk by in the cars and stuff. And I got it. I got that. Nice. And, and, and the pizza slice is so goddamn big, you have to fucking fold it. It's the only way. So I maintain that Zach, yet again, is a liar. Maybe now. If we can infer through these two lies that he's had <laughs> on this single date, that maybe he did cheat on someone else. See, I, I hope that's not the case. Yeah. It's one of those things that maybe doesn't matter. You know, because like, like, <laughs> what the cheating or these two lies that he had today? <laughs> I mean, if there's a third lie, then that's a pattern. No, the cheating, because it was like, he, he got to sell it off as a high school girlfriend, but he wasn't hooked up to the machine anymore. Or like a middle school girlfriend, you know, it was so harmless and long ago that I don't think that really counts. No, it doesn't count at all. No, but I'm just saying that he's got a pattern of lying now that we've proven here on I Love That Bachelor. Absolutely. No, we, without a doubt, we've gotten to the bottom of it. This will hold up in their divorce proceedings. But yeah, I, th I, th I think <laughs> doc doctor's testimony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we're a package deal. Like we both take the stand at the same time. It's like stepbrothers. Yes. When we go to the job we wear interview. tuxedos to the court. <laughs> Hello, Miss Lady. Um. No, but I, th I think <laughs> I think when he court. was when he was hooked up to the machine and he answered the cheating test, like I do think that there was, you know, an adult cheating thing that he did. 
and that it's very possible that he just whipped up that harmless lie about, oh, no, it was when I was much younger because he wasn't hooked up yeah. to the machine anymore. Like, that's that's a possibility. I also feel like if it if if he did cheat on an adult, it was probably during his his lost years. That, too. So, again, like and I get not wanting to go through that on television. Yeah, sure. Well, again, yeah. Like, I cheated on my wife for drugs. I was gay for pay for drugs. Like, that, you know. You don't yeah. want to talk about that. That was you? Hey, we're, I'm not the one on the witness <laughs> stand here, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, on, anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> Did they make out in the fountain? Was that Zach? Yes. Okay. Um, as we were stating before the episode, um, her, her body language with him, she's, she is infatuated with him more so than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. As I was, she goes like halfway with everyone else, but she good, she gets like up on Zach. Yeah. And he's again, like the potentially, I, I think he's the oldest and uh, probably the most put together. Well, I mean, that's not fair. Ivan's a fucking aeronautical engineer. Mm. Um, but I did appreciate Tasha's solid ass questions to the parents. Instead of them grilling her, she really grilled Zach's dad, you know, of like, essentially, how would you rate Zach? You know, mm. you know, and I thought. Look at this, dude. Like, trying to get to the bottom of the people that she's with instead of, like, can I ask your daughter's hand in marriage? It's very important to me. <laughs> That's actually you know? a great point. That's not a common... Oh, yeah. It's just a testament to her, like, sincere totally. level of engagement. That's that's what yeah. you would do in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're sitting down with, you know, a potential uh, partner's... Um, parents, you know, one-on-one like that, and you want to get to know them, uh, you want to get to know your partner more, you know, like, you, why not? Ask a straight-up question. Yeah. Um, I, I just appreciate Tasha and the way that she's been handling all of this a lot. Um, shall we move on to Ivan? We shall. Which I thought was... He, I thought he was like the, uh, you know, in the bottom ranking here. Same. It appears not. Yeah. They had that one really nice date, but outside of that, I'm like, she doesn't talk about him a lot. You know, she always in her talking heads would talk about like Zach, Ben and Brendan, you know, her clear favorites. But, uh, yeah, I think Ivan came out of this one pretty nice. They didn't even bother trying to recreate Dallas as a hometown. They just cooked some nice Filipino food. It's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever had, like, real um, Filipino food? Well, Zach, I think you know the answer to this question, because when we were working downtown, we would often go down to Grand Central or to a nearby mom-and-pop Filipino shop. Yeah, that place was great. Fuck, I Mm kind of miss that spot. No, Um, same. But so, I guess that was a dumb question to ask. Forgive me. No. Um, the uh I used to rent this house and the owners of it lived down the street and they were a very large Filipino family. 
and multiple times a year they would have full on like cookouts like a hundred like many times a year and then even more times a year the uh, matriarch of the family would make lumpia in the goddamn garage it was wild um, and you could smell it like you knew and she would always come by with like a, a to-go bag of homemade sauce and homemade lumpia and it was fucking amazing. But my, my real point here is is there's a dish that's absolutely god-awful. And I tried it, and it's horrible. And I don't know why people eat this shit. And anytime I even watch Anthony Bourdain eat shit that's, like, akin to this, it drives me fucking wild. But <clears throat> essentially, they take pig's blood, and they just cook it until it turns black and congeals, like, curdled. Like cottage cheese, actually. Okay. Um, it tasted god awful. It was horrible. It, it's insane. <laughs> no, I was kidding, but <laughs> um, that's all I got. I just yeah. wanted to relay that story. I bet. I, I, I bet like it would be good if you blood. like drizzled it on top of like a bagel with some chive. Wait, schmear on it. Maybe <laughs> everything bagel <laughs> chive schmear. Maybe mix it in with some cottage cheese and some peanuts. Okay. Crushed off. Okay, wait. Um, what was the good thing? What What did they make? Is that the l- lumpia? They made lumpia. Okay, I probably wasn't paying close enough attention. What is that? Because I don't think I've ever had it. I only do like the rice bowl with pork stuff. Um, wow, you never got the one at that one spot with the lumpia in it. No, man. Uh, it's basically an egg roll. Okay, like something like fried. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, like a little mini egg roll. Lots of times it has pork in it. You know, like a ground pork. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, and like the stringy vegetables that are crunchy. Yeah. Or sliced to be like little strings. Um. Yeah, it's a pure delight, and it basically it's the maypoy sauce that you dip it in. They're like sweet, spicy. Hmm. You know, egg roll sauce. Sure. Thanks for explaining very, that to me. <laughs> yeah. There's a very large Filipino population in San Diego as well as um, in L.A. Um, but when I was in band, we always had this yearly San Diego um, competition. And they always sold. Um, you could get two lumpia for like a dollar fifty at the like competition that was going on. And it was awesome. Nice. Just really good. Just simple and straightforward and hot and fried right there. And, you know, it's like it's like street food, you know? And it, it you don't you don't get street food like that a lot unless you're going to a foreign country. You know, I mean you can get you can get the elotero out, but it that's not really the same and it's not as rampant as it is in other countries, but mm. so there you go. Nice. So Ivan did good. Mom was a little skeptical. Dad was totally smitten with Tasha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, the, uh, I, uh, Ivan's dad hit Tasha with the coldest, realest question that, uh, my <clears throat> first girlfriend, um, I was devastated. We were together for like five plus years. Ooh, ouch. Um, yeah, absolutely devastated. And uh, David, my buddy, came by when I after I called him, and we sat in my car, and uh, you know he you know hugged me, whatever says this yada yada, and then he goes, okay, well, I have to just 
say this to you, and mind you, we're like, I don't know, 20, 21, something like that. Still pretty young. And David hit me with the most profound question that I think everyone should ask themselves after a relationship. And it's, what did you learn? Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. And Ivan's dad literally said, so you were married before. I was too. What did you learn? And I was like, look at you, dude. Yeah. Because that's important. You know, you don't want to do the same thing again. You want to grow. So anyway. Yeah. And I guess she nailed it because afterwards he was like, I, I was, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I was very impressed. Like he's already like, you know. I hope this is my new daughter. (laughs) Totally. Um, And the surprise, uh, the brother showing up. The surprise brother, which is super sweet. That was really sweet. I loved that. (laughs) Bachelor. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yes, I, I damn, maybe it was because I got up at an ungodly hour today, but when I watched the niece show up, and when I watched the brother show up, I, I pretty much teared up. I was like, this is so cute. I love this. Yeah. Um, it, I, it was just so nice. And they couldn't be more different. Really? And they couldn't have more love for each other. Uh, it's great. I just loved that. I, I did. I, I, I know I'm going straight bachelor trope, so I was blindsided <laughs> with how much I loved it. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I really appreciated um a couple of lines from gabe the brother and it was i'm glad i got to be here to support him on his righteous endeavor which yeah that's support bro um and then also that loyalty that's an action word and it's like what a profound way to kind of break that down because it it is having loyalty is actionable yeah, it's you not know, just saying it, I'm about loyalty. Like you gotta back that up. Yeah, exactly. And it really spoke to Ivan's true character. It's interesting too the way he always says, like, "Oh, my brother's the most influential person on you know on my life." And you know, based on what we knew, is that he you know he had trouble. He had a kid. He went to prison. And you know, it's thinking like, "Oh, maybe he's like the black sheep." And like Ivan had to pull a lot of the weight, you know, or look out for him. But clearly, you see that like Ivan does get a lot from this brother. That he is like. Like you said, they're totally different, but like so supportive and like loyal to each other. It, it was, yeah, it's just really sweet. I yeah, it, it was amazing. It worth the price of admission for sure. Um, and the chef Kalani thing was adorable. I thought, honest to God, because uh, I thought he did know like um, a top Filipino chef. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um. But anyway, shall we move on to, uh... After I make one final point that, uh... That that hug and kiss and departure from Ivan, like, I'm pretty sure he got an erection. Based on... Yes. Based on Tasha's like, giggly reaction of, like, you know... Like, oh, you, you naughty boy, bye. Like, laughing, like, good night, Ivan. And I wonder how much of this show... It's, you know, that when I pointed that out, my wife was like, oh, yeah, you don't think they have to shoot around that stuff all the time? Like all those scenes of like, you know, when like your bachelorette just straddles a dude and starts making out with him like and he's in a swimsuit, like clearly you're going to have to do some editing here because we're just human. We're just human. 
<laughs> totally. Yeah, that's. I just needed to make that point before we moved on to the tragedy of Ben. The tragedy of Ben. Foreshadowed uh, with oh. some somber acoustic music right at the start of their yes. date. Yeah, this one's probably going to go over. It's okay. Um, I have many problems with Ben, and and if I may just jump into it, um, if you'll allow me, Dad. Um, so the minute Ben was out for me, that I was like, you're done, dude, you're cut, was when he said that uh, uh, he's from Indiana, but he feels most at home at Venice Beach. What is he homeless? Oh God! You know, seriously. Sure. <laughs> like he was specifically tied, and I thought, okay, maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he meant Venice, but no, he meant Venice Beach, like the boardwalk. And that's what's listed as his hometown on the ABC website. So what? What's the deal? Did he just did he spend a lot of his adult life there? That's what he claims as hometown apparently and i i don't i don't like it and the moment that really rang true for me was when they went to the juice bar and he goes this is probably the most la thing that i do fuck you dude um i don't really like it when people commodify la like this like there were certain <laughs> things that you do when you're like like i do this la thing do you want to know the most la thing that i do as someone who is both born and raised here crack I get up in the morning and I drink my coffee alone. You know, I'm just from L.A. That's the most L.A. thing that I do. You know, like, why would you why do you have to commodify things in this regard? And it's like, you're just not from here, dude, and you're not selling it right. You're tainting my city with your you should have told her I love you, but <laughs> screw you, dude. Um, no, I, I I don't mean to get on my soapbox here, but I I really, really don't like the this is the most la thing that i do to further pile on him it's it's not la it's not an la thing it's this touristy idea of of an la california beach thing like whatever they recreated there's nothing real about that like that might as well have been a yes. mall or like a Coney Island thing where it's like okay this isn't so much like a place with culture it's like a sunglass hut and you rent rollerblades yeah. or a scooter, there, you know, like there was every, everything was just so. The most LA thing that I've ever done is I drove, um, from the beach. Uh, I took sunset all the way from the beach to back to Pasadena. It's amazing. If you've never done that drive, it's, it, it, it literally encapsulates all of Los Angeles on one street. And you can essentially get from the beach to Pasadena taking streets. Um, and because of the way L.A. was formed is it was a city center and then different communities built out and bubbled around it all the way to the beach. So that when you take Sunset, you go through all of them, you know, from the beach to West Hollywood to Thai Town to Silver Lake to Echo Park. And then you get into Los Feliz and then you get into glendale you know like you can literally see how la came about you know and you can see the buildings down there you know what the city fucking looks like but that that drive is so unique and it's like dude yeah venice beach is sunglass huts bike rentals and the guys playing basketball and and working out 
you know, if he had told me he ran into Ron Artest at Muscle Beach, that would have been the most L.A. thing he's done. <laughs> but he didn't. Yeah. It's like any town has its, like, old, newly gentrified, you know, like, oh, this is, like, the, the city center or whatever. But it's just, like, shops. It's just, I don't know. I'm kicking a dead horse here. No, it's fine. But it, it, your, what, your point of every city has that and the way that he's looking at it is, like, his hometown is just touristy bullshit. It's like, how long have you even lived here, dude? And you're claiming it as your hometown? Yeah. I think I think you just hit the nail on the head, is that it, nothing was unique about that. Yeah. Like, like, a New York slice, a taxi, like, okay, them's New York things, even though you're from New Jersey. But every, <laughs> whatever whatever this date showcase, like, every place has some, like... It's beach town shit, like dude. It. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the mall in my city is the same as the mall in any city. It's a mall. Correct, if, yeah. If you know what a mall is, listener. Um, the, uh, the, the sister and the family friend, mm-hmm. they were totally Bachelor fans, and they totally knew who the fuck Tasha was. You could see it in their eyes. Oh, sure. That was the vibe I got. They were like, oh my god, we're like sitting next to Tasha," And I thought, holy shit, Tasha's not only cashing in on like this really weird C-level celebrity thing, but, you know, I don't know if that was the proper vibe to send to this is my family that I want you to meet. I mean, the sister, sure, was important, but I don't know. It just felt weird to me. Like, go ahead. Uh, did, didn't this happen on maybe the first season of this I watched? I could have sworn maybe it was Becca where there was a family she went to meet and it was the dude that she had like the least chance of being with. I don't remember their names or anything, but his whole family was like a little weird. I don't want to say like goth, but you really got the vibe that they were fans of the show and that that sort of like undercut their ability to meet this potentially new family member and get to know you in, in any real way. Yes. And then the, the, the reveal at the end of the episode where it turns out that Zach's mom is a huge Bachelor fan. Oh, the Chris Harrison bit. Yeah. (laughs) And then that didn't even affect how they, you know, interacted. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, you can be a fan, but also there's kind of like gravity and weight to this current situation. You know? Yeah. You got to put the, you got to put the, I'm meeting a fiance before the, I'm on the television show that I love. Yes. Um, anyway, so I hurt for Ben, you know, yeah. like, and like, I, I get it. Like what, what the dude's been through, like be, being in the service, having multiple suicide attempts. Like I'm sure coming back from that as a human, it's, it's probably very difficult to build up a sense of self and self-worth and uniqueness. And like, if, if I want to make some really irresponsible doctor, parallels that like the whole venice venice beach thing that like yeah you probably don't really have a good sense of like culture because you're more just looking for things that will bring you comfort and this is like well people go to venice beach like i will also do that and like yes this is nice like this will be my new thing and i'll have a thing and that will give my life some some purpose uh, yeah or, or just some uh 
I don't know, like structure, structure or just, structure, you know, something yeah. that you can like attach to it and be like, this is me. Cause the dude was like ready to die. And I, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to like make light of it. I just, I, I feel really bad for him that, uh, he hadn't built himself up enough to have the confidence to behave like he belonged with Tasha. He, he had this sense of like, oh, this could be taken away at any second. And, you know, can I, I don't know, man. I, I, just being a dead horse again i just feel bad for him and he knew what he had to do but he just didn't have the bravery to do it in the moment and like that cost him everything he's afraid of being hurt and i understand being at a loss for words and and flubbing a situation but like this isn't dating you know you you have to tell her you know because she's looking for a husband, not some guy who's, you know, going to not love her. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it could have been you, dude, but her point of saying, I would have had to just keep pulling stuff out of him. And she knew when they were sitting there at the end that I know he wants to say it, but I'm not going to pull it out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, because he has to want it too. Yeah, and even at the end when she was letting him go, where she's like, "Don't shut down on me." Like, yeah, she's she's clearly aware this is kind of how he is, and you know, fair fair point to her for recognizing that and realizing that that's not what she's looking for in a relationship. She needs someone who's gonna like, you know, meet her halfway all the time and like be present. Yeah. <sighs> thoughts on him being the next bachelor i mean he could he fits the bill right yeah it's definitely the abc bill yeah but i just don't know and again i'm maybe i'm just being overly sensitive and concerned for him but some people i don't think need to get swallowed up by the bachelor nation world yeah that's not the healthiest thing and maybe for someone like ben that isn't the responsible thing to do. (laughs) I agree. I'm kind of, he'd make a killing on paradise, but I'm kind of, you know, concerned for his personal well-being. Yeah. Should he continue to get rejected in front of millions of people? Yes, that. And yeah. And you know, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm generalizing. I just, I care about the guy. And I think it would be better for him to maybe go back to Indiana where he can be a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. He could like open a car dealership and start a charity or something and like start to build a sense of community and self-worth. Like, Yeah. He clearly needs to do more. I don't know what he actually does for a living, but he needs based on my uh, assumptions of him mm-hmm. from this show that I've seen um, and nothing further. He well, actually I did just check him out on Instagram and he does like workout stuff. That makes sense given like his appearance. Thing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so you have that, I guess you have some sort of worth, but like, that's right. He used Clearly to be bulimic he, too. He's got like body image issues on top exactly. of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Get out, get out of the franchise. Go. Yeah. Go retire. 
Well, I think that puts us <laughs> firmly at the one hour mark that we target ourselves for. And I believe, wow, amazing. I believe we've said yeah. what needs to be said. Uh, she's going to fuck all three of the dudes and they're going to lose it. And next week's going to be God. It's going to be good. Yeah. And uh, I think she's going to cut Ivan. And I think it's going to be, be between Brendan and Zach. And I think she picks Zach. I do too, but I don't know. I'd like, I'd like to see a little competition. Brendan had a niece. I mean, there's totally gonna be competition. We watch her crying. Although I do think that's all. Ivan, getting sent home. I'd like to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Oh, one final note. I wish we knew um, more about uh, what these guys actually did. By the way. I want to know what Ivan does as an aeronautical engineer. Desperately, I want to know. Spreadsheets. Sure, yeah, <laughs> you know, but like, I just, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to know some more. Yeah, because like, he's an engineer, Brendan's a roofer. I guess Zach, you know, doing doing rehab, uh, you know, helping people recover. Like, I got a good picture yeah. of that, but. I guess I just wish this was Love Island and I got more of an inside scoop on who these guys and girls are actually are. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. All right. There you go. Yeah. Tune in next week. We we might have a special surprise guest. Yeah. It, and if you tune in, it's it's going to be a, a, a really, really good time. I'm Wade. I'm Zach. And I love that bachelor. I love that bachelor. Bye. Bye.